Hello, hello, hello. This is Lee Fuller, a.k.a. The Funnel Helper, and you're listening to Funnel Helper Radio. Today, I'm talking about your flaws. Hey, in this world of filters and and um, and Photoshop, should you show your flaws? I think you should, and I'll tell you why in this episode of Funnel Helper Radio. Let's go. Hello, hello, hello. Um... I am super excited. Woohoo! And I will tell you why. I will tell you why. Because this is episode 50. That's right, episode 50 of the Funnel Helper Radio Podcast, radio show. And I am so happy. You know, you don't know how many times in the past. I have known that I need to do publishing and have started and then stopped. I started and then I stopped. But now I have found what I believe is a decent system and a pretty good strategy for being consistent. And I have worked that system to episode 50. Woo! So I want to encourage somebody today that listens. Keep pushing. Sometimes you'll start. Sometimes you'll start and stop. Start and stop. But there is a point where it locks in. There is a point where you find your groove. You find your voice. You just have to push through the awkward stage. Right? I remember <laughs> at one time I tried to grow out my fro. You know what I'm saying? I uh, I said, you know what? Let me grow my hair out. Make it long. It used to be a, a time where, you know, people wanted to get braided. I wanted to braid my hair up. And I could never get past that 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 ugly stage, you know. There's a stage in, when you're growing your hair where it looks like... Um, <laughs> it looks like that, you know, on a microphone. Like that, that foam thing on top of a microphone. <laughs> there is a point where your hair looks like that. And I could never make it past that that foam cover look <laughs> and I would always cut my hair I say this is pitiful you know can't get no ladies when I got the foam haircut <laughs> but uh, and I wasn't able to push through but in this podcast in Funnel Helper Radio I've been able to push through and I'm so excited about it uh, so today I'm going to talk about um, your flaws, right? Should you hide your flaws or should you show your flaws? <coughs> Over the last 50 episodes, you've noticed that I have shown and highlighted a little bit of my flaws. Why? Because I believe so deeply in this concept. I believe that authenticity is vital to success in business. I think authenticity is vital to success in business. So I I think when you mess up, right? uh, I think in many cases, the best move is to fess up. Come on. Uh, When you mess up, I think in many issues, the best best, uh, response is to fess up. Oftentimes, we can forgive the person 
Your customers can forgive the person that said, hey, I messed up on this. Or, hey, I wasn't able to perform like I promised. And let's go from there. Let's take some steps to fix the problem, right? So I I believe that as a core of my business. As a core of my business, I believe that, hey, um, own it. You have to own your results. You have to own it. Um, And part of owning it is owning who you are. Own your flaws. Own your mistakes. So today we're talking about three areas in which uh, flaws, um, you can allow flaws to continue and how it may actually be a benefit. So area number one is in creating your content. In creating your content, I think you should tell your flaws, right? Um, so when things don't go perfectly, when things don't go right, I think you should share it in your content. Share it in your videos. Share it in your podcast. Why? Because it makes you more relatable, right? The people you're talking to mess up. The people you're talking to don't always sound perfect in their products. The people you're talking to make mistakes in business and sometimes you get your hand slapped. Sometimes you make a mistake and sometimes it's a it's a, um, a visual or a public mistake, right? If that happens to you, show it. Showcase it. It makes you real. People buy from people. And the more you can show that you're a real person, the more people can relate to you and connect with you. Okay? So number one, show that you're real in your content. You got that story about when you launched this thing and it didn't work at first? Or this thing, you launched it and it never worked. And you had to do like um, like Kevin O'Leary says, take it out in the back and shoot it. Right? So, um, in your content, share those stories, you know, um, in your, so that's number one, in your content, share your flaws, share your stories, share what's working and what doesn't work. Because when you share what doesn't work, you can prevent your listeners from doing those things that haven't worked, right? A lot of us read the broadcast read the blogs and we say oh man that's great that's a great idea and we'll try it like I try a lot of stuff you know and sometimes the stuff just doesn't work and if it doesn't work I call it out and say hey I tried this I spent my money and it was garbage you know it was trash (laughs) you know just um yeah so uh be honest tell the truth Hey, if something wasn't a good experience, you know, I do some affiliate marketing, right? And if something didn't work, I say, hey, this here, either I'll say this didn't work for me, don't get this, or I just won't won't promote it because um, because I got to be real. I got to keep it real with the people. You know what I'm saying? Power to the people, fist up, right? So share your flaws in your content. Where else can you share your flaws? You know, in your product sales, I think it is a wise strategy to introduce a flaw in your product sales. Now, we don't call it, 
hey, let me tell you my flaws of my product. No. But we call it a damaging admission. We call it telling people the truth about our product. So in your product sales, um, you can have this damaging admission. You know, a tell a part of the product that is not perfect or a part of the product that is truthful and um, and it may be uh, it may be a problem for some people so for instance one of the uh, one of the software that I'm using a lot more is uh, ClickFunnels right so I'm using ClickFunnels to build some uh, funnels and if you if you are uh, actually, if you want a, a free 14-day trial, go to ClickFunnelsDemo.com. You know, they're giving away a 14-day trial. You can try out the software and check it out. You know, that's ClickFunnelsDemo.com. And, um, you know, you can try it there. But but um, one of the things that ClickFunnels tells you is that um, there's a structure that they force you to go through, Right? There's a structure, hey, this, and then this, and then this. There's some things that ClickFunnels will not allow you to do because it it tries to simplify it. And if you're going to simplify it, then you have to remove some options, right? And they tell you this, hey, we remove some options so that you can do what's proven, what's effective, and what may, people have made millions of dollars doing in their funnels, right? Now, that's a damaging admission to some people. Some people are like, hey, but I want to be able to do this, or I want to add this, and I need to do this other crazy ninjury. And ClickFunnels is like, no, we, we don't do that. Our software isn't equipped to do that. What is that? That's a damaging admission, right? Now, the thing that it can do um, has been responsible for millions of dollars and so forth. But there's some things that some creative customizations or certain things that it just cannot do, right? So when you're selling your product, it's important to tell, hey, there are some limitations to this product, right? Now that's a damaging admission, but it comes across as truth. It comes across as setting a level of expectation um, for what you're going to get. And I think if you manage the expectation in the sales process, if you share some of the flaws, then you are able to come across as authentic. I don't know if you realize this, but a lot of times our customers, our potential customers have a guard up. Okay. Um, you may not be the first person and in all likelihood, you're not the first person that they went to to get this thing solved. Hey, if you want to be a speaker, you may a speaker trainer, you may not be the first person this person had ever looked to for speaker training. Hey, if you're in weight loss and fitness, you might not your plan may not be the first plan they've ever tried. So there's a level of suspicion and there's a level of of um warning that a person has but when you tell them hey um this diet or this program is going to take some effort okay 
this diet, this program is going to take um, some effort, then you're giving them a damaging admission that could hinder sales, but it also lets them know that, hey, you're going to tell them the truth. And if you are in the position of the truth teller, if you're in the position of a trusted advisor, then they still can buy or will buy your product. So in your selling of your product, share the flaw, share a damaging admission, and it helps. I know sometimes I'll say, hey, this product um, is not was not created in a $30,000 set, right? Because rather than spending the time to build a $30,000 set to convey the information, I sat down in front of my computer and recorded my screen right over my shoulder and showed you exactly what to do step by step. See? So it's a damaging admission, but it tells you the truth. Hey, this isn't a Hollywood production. You're looking at something that's going to show you exactly what to do step by step. It will get results, but it may not be polished like, um, you know, like a Disney presentation, right? Damaging admission. Um, so in your sales message, use this damaging admission. You know, back in the day with, when they did the sales letters, the handwritten sales letters, sometimes they would leave a spelling mistake in the handwritten sales letter. Or sometimes they'd just strike through it and write it after. Why? It shows that a real person did this. It shows that, hey, there is truth. Um, I am trustworthy. You can trust me, right? I'm not perfect, right? And if I'm not perfect and can get these results, then you don't have to be perfect and can get these results. So it builds confidence and lets them know that, hey, this is not for perfect people. This is for people that are willing to try. This is for people that have a desire to improve their life, etc., and get the result. So leave your flaws in. Now, um, should you hide your flaws? This, if it's a deal breaker, right? <laughs> um, well, I don't call deal breakers flaws. You know, if it's a deal breaker, then it's an incomplete product. If it's a deal breaker, something that is actually horrible about your product, then I, uh, a couple episodes ago, I talked about, you know, are you proud of your product? You know, that's something you shouldn't be proud of if your stuff doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? If it doesn't work, you can't be proud of it. And you should, really shouldn't be selling it. That's disin, that's disingenuine disingenuous that's that's lack of integrity right um so where can you showcase your flaws or where can you allow your flaws to remain number one in your content tell the stories of failure people will relate more to your failure than they will to your successes because if they're your student if they're learning from you it's because they would like your successes but they can't relate to the successes, but they can relate to your failures. So show your flaws, show your failure, and then move them from failure to success. In your product, you know, give the damaging admission, let them know some of the flaws, and then they can believe you when you say, hey, 
you're able to do this, right? Another place where you can use some flaws is in your in the product itself. So in the product recording, um, I believe it's okay to leave some of the flaws, but there's a caveat in the product recording, right? So if it's a simple mistake, right? Sometimes you'll you'll misspeak, you'll say a word or something, and then you correct it, right? So hey, you're supposed to put your URL. So let's say you're teaching on I don't know a YouTube SEO, right? So hey, put your make sure you put your YouTube your URL in the in the title right that's a mistake right i meant to say not title i meant to say the description right leave that in okay if you fix it and you get the information correct you can leave it in the recording right um keep going going back to edit 50 times you know slows out slows down your process so go ahead and ship it right go ahead and let it go but if your mistake is detrimental and that and makes your information no longer true, no longer effective, no longer relevant, then you have to go back and fix it. Right? So if you're saying, hey, um, when you're when you are doing your Facebook ad, right, and you you know, and your your links I, I don't know something that is not factual, <laughs> you know, but if it's something that makes a strategy no longer work, then you need to go back and fix it because then your product is incorrect, right? I can't tell you how many times I've had to re-record something because the way I said it made the statement untrue. Right. And if I made the statement untrue in your product, then you got to go back and you got to fix it because they're going to go through your product and follow the instructions. And if your instructions are incorrect, they're not going to get the result. And if you can't give a person a result, then you won't be in business very long. Right. So if you make a flaw or a flub or misspeak or something during the recording, but it doesn't alter the effectiveness, the viability of the concept, then you can leave it. But if it alters the impact, alters the result, then you have to go back and fix it. All right. So hopefully this has been helpful to you. Um, if you in this world of Instagram filters and in this world of putting your best foot forward, I think you should. Right. I think you should put your best foot forward. Always be proud of your product. But if there are flaws, I say if and they're not deal breakers and they don't alter the impact of the product, leave them in there. Right. Uh, if you now, if it's if if you make a mistake every few things, then you need to, you know, you know, remove some of them. My goodness. <laughs> remove some of them man don't don't just look totally crazy um i purchased a product actually a couple weeks ago now so there's this big launch big product and when they were doing the stack slide i saw a spelling error right 
And I saw in the comments under the webinar where they say, oh man, they're selling this thing for $2,000 and there's a spelling error, you know, wish they'd have spent more time on their slides instead of on this marketing, yada, yada, yada. <clears throat> and fact of the matter is, even I, I saw the spelling error. I did see it during the slide, but I still purchased the product. I still, you know, it was two grand. I still plopped down to two grand, bought the thing, going through it, and it is an amazing product, right? Now, um, the value of the product, what you got in the product, who was positioned in selling the product were all wins, all great, all powerful, right? So the positive of the product, your ability to sell the product, your value that is delivered in the product can can overcome the if there's a flaw in the sales letter or in the VSL, right? So don't allow that to stop you. Go ahead and ship it. Do the best that you can. Get it out there and live with the results. All right. My name is Lee Fuller, a.k.a. The Funnel Helper, and you're listening to Funnel Helper Radio. And I say ship it. Go out there and do the dang thing. Flaws and all. All right. If you need help getting your product out, if you need help building the sales funnel for it, go to FunnelHelper.com. Go to FunnelHelper.com. You can DM me on Instagram. You can connect with me on social media. I'm on Facebook at FunnelHelper and FullSuccessMedia.com. My name's Lee Fuller, and I believe in you and know you can do it. This is episode 50. I am so excited, and I am ready to do 50 more. All right, talk to you soon. Bye.